Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to Inside Arsenal and welcome to the Emirates where the last few Arsenal fans who are still inside the stadium are just beginning to make their way home and they're making way home very, very happy indeed after another thumping win for Arsenal in the Premier League. 4-1 this time. They didn't get the clean sheet this time but four more goals to add to their tally and their stunning start to 2024 in the Premier League continues. Back to within two points of Liverpool at the top of the Premier League. Newcastle simply blown away here at the Emirates by another excellent performance from Arsenal. The first half, that first 45 minutes is up there with the best performance you will see all season, not just by Arsenal, but any team in the Premier League. They were that good. Newcastle would have sat back in that change room at half-time. Very, very thankful that they were only a couple of goals down. Had they been four or five nil down, they would not have had any complaints whatsoever. Such was Arsenal's dominance in the first half. The intensity that they played with before the break was incredible, especially when you sort of factor in the fact they had the game in the Champions League midweek, they had the travel over to Portugal. You thought, were they going to be tired? Newcastle had a whole week to prepare for this. They were the team who were supposed to be fresh. But the way that first half panned out, if anyone looked like they'd been playing in Europe on Wednesday night away from home, it was Newcastle, certainly not Arsenal. They were absolutely on it from the start. In the first couple of minutes, Kai Havertz was just pressing and that set the tone early on. Martin Odegaard absolutely tireless in that first half. Honestly, it was tiring just watching him. Just did not stop running, did not stop pressing, didn't give the Newcastle defenders a second's rest in that first half. And they just had no answer to Newcastle. They were hanging on, they were hanging on. They somehow managed to get to the half-time 2-0 down. And like I said, had it been 4 or 5, they would have had no complaints. Martin Odegaard's just walking out in front of me now, he's going down to speak to Rio Ferdinand on the pit side and Martin Keown, obviously here for TNT Sports. Um, I don't know who's named man of the match by TNT, I haven't seen, but um, there was a whole host of my I mean, personally, I think Jorginho is absolutely exceptional. I'll talk about him a little bit later on in this uh, video, but if it was Odegaard who got man of the match, I don't think anyone could have any complaints either. He was absolutely superb. Like I said, at, led by example, Martin Odegaard once again tonight. Um, you know, Arsenal, as I said, they were on it from the start and they got an early goal, relatively early goal. It eventually came from a set piece. Brilliant delivery from Saka in the first half, sent in so many dangerous corners. 
Gabrielle met at a near post. The only surprise was he didn't actually score. His header was saved well by Carrius, who was starting for Newcastle there. Only the second time Carrius started, he kept out Gabrielle's header, but as it sort of came back down, it landed against Sven Botman, who was on the floor and deflected in over the line, and the referee gave it with the goal time technology. Somewhat ironic that uh, Arsenal were in, could, awarded a goal against Newcastle due to technology showing that a ball was over the line. Anyone who uh, doesn't take a genius to work out what I'm talking about there when it comes to uh, Newcastle and Arsenal from earlier on in the season. But yeah, that was 1-0. It was 2-0 soon after. Kai Havertz with a goal. Havertz really, really did lead the line superbly, especially in the first half. Jorginho, who, as I said, just controlled it. You won't see a better midfield performance than you saw from Jorginho in that first half. Just controlled it. And it kind of, as I was watching it, all I was thinking was, why didn't you play against Porto on on Wednesday night why didn't you start that game I thought it was baffling at the time that he didn't start against Porto and I certainly do now having seen this performance um, he was so good pulling the strings passing just kept unlocking the back line at Newcastle trying to keep tight and his ball floated over the top lovely run by Martinelli cut the ball back and there was Havertz to turn it in for his sixth Premier League goal of the season that was 2-0 there was plenty of other chances before half time Saka was denied um, Martinelli had a couple of shots was sort of that sort of slashed just over there was a Martinelli header from a brilliant bit of interplay between Saka and, and uh, Odegaard down the right ended with Saka crossing and Martinelli heading over and there were countless other chances as well Arsenal were just so dominant in that first half so it went in 2-0 um, and you kind of wondered at that point in the last few minutes of the first half Newcastle get, began to get a little bit of a foothold in the game nothing majorly threatening but you did you, you wondered Arsenal just playing for half time here and then the second half started Havertz missed a sitter early in the second half and a lovely play by Saka and Martinelli fed him he went through one on one probably felt like he maybe should have dinked the keeper because the keeper came out was right on top of him he tried to slide it past him but he rolled it past the far post that would have made it 3-0 early in the second half and you would have thought that Arsenal would have gone on and scored loads had that gone in it didn't Newcastle then began to grow into the game again a little bit and he started to think well if they got one here it could be a bit threatening Isaac sent one over after a nice bit of play down the left but then just as you began to worry that Newcastle could find a way back in, Arsenal made it 3-0 and, um, and absolutely killed the, killed the game off. And, um, you know, it was a lovely goal again. Bakai Saka, I'm sitting here watching Rio Ferdinand down there, who we all know doesn't think Saka's world-class. Well, if he's not, I don't know what world-class is because this is world-class again from Saka. Got in down the right, cut inside. Havertz had played him in down the right, cut inside his man, bent it into the far corner. It took a slight little nick along the way of the defender but it was certainly Saka's goal it was going in it was Saka's goal that was 3-0 and that kind of sucked the life out of any chance of a Newcastle revival it was 4-0 soon after Jakob Kivior who again played very very well playing in this makeshift left back he scored another goal from a set piece swung in glancing header again took another slight deflection uh, but I think it will go down as Kivior's goal I haven't heard yet it's been taken off him uh, and that was 4-0 um, Joe Willett came on and of course the former Arsenal player scored late consolation ended Arsenal's chance of keeping a third successive clean sheet um, lovely goal actually fair play to him Dan Byrne got in sent a cross in and it was a nice looping header from Willett no chance for Raya felt sorry for Raya because he played very well again and, uh, but didn't get his clean sheet but that didn't take the gloss off to what was next and Arsenal win given I think we were all a little bit worried about what the midweek defeat and the exertions of going over to Europe how that would have an impact on them especially against a fresh Newcastle team here today but there was no need to worry at all. This was another dominant Arsenal performance. Six wins in a row now to start 2024 in the Premier League. 25 goals in those six wins. Only three goals conceded. It's a remarkable run of form. And like I said, they're back to within two points of um, Liverpool at the top of the table. Man City sitting in second after their win at Bournemouth earlier on today. You know, you saw that win for Man City. Thought, could Arsenal answer it? 100% they could. And Mikel Arteta will be absolutely delighted. From, uh, from what he saw from his side today. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Right, player ratings at time. Um, David Ryan, as I said, couldn't do anything with the goal. He'll be disappointed he didn't get his clean sheet, but everything he needed to do, he did very, very well. He's relatively untroubled in terms of shot stopping. I think there was only a couple of fairly comfortable saves that he had to make, but his distribution was good. As he always does, he holds that aggressive line in around the, on the edge of the penalty area, and that did come to Arsenal's aid a couple of times when Newcastle tried to play a long ball forward. He came out, he swept up really, really well. Um, I thought he controlled his penalty area really well. It was a good performance from David Rye. Gave him a seven. Ben White, especially in the first half, playing that inverted role, as, a, as he's done in recent weeks, played it very, very well, looked really comfortable there, was heavily involved in Arsenal's link-up play in the central areas. Thought he had a good game, Ben White. Uh, I gave him, I gave Ben White an eight, I think. Um, I'm trying to remember my player ratings. I should remember them here. Um, yeah, no, I gave Ben White an eight. Sorry, you're going to have to hold on while I bring up my ratings. I don't want to get them wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I gave Ben White an eight. Saliba, I gave a seven. Cruise control from him. First half, he played. You know, he barely was. Uh, he was barely troubled. Second half, when Newcastle came back into it a little bit. You know, again, relatively untroubled. I gave him a seven. Gabriel, I gave an eight. Disappointed he wouldn't. He didn't score that goal in the first half. I'm definitely disappointed because I've got him in my FPL team, and I thought that was going to be guaranteed points when I saw him steaming onto that sack across. Uh, but yeah, I thought he played well. He really enjoyed that sort of battle with Isaac, I thought, and he came out on top of it. So I gave him an eight. Kivior, um, another solid display from him, as I said, as a standing left back. Played well, got his goal as well. Gave him a seven, which probably I could have rounded up to an eight after that goal, but I'll, I'll keep him on a seven for now. In midfield, Jorginho, genuinely top, top class performance from Jorginho. That first half, he was just pulled the strings. Brilliant. All I could think of, as I said earlier on, was why didn't you play against Porto? Because it would have been—I felt it would have been perfect for him. You watch this performance, think is absolutely perfect for him. Jorginho, man of the match for me, 100% hands down, nine out of ten. Declan Rice, Newcastle struggled, especially in the first half, to control those runs from deep from him. He had one shot that was saved. Uh, that was still a nil-nil, actually. That was one of Arsenal's first shots on goal. Strong performance from Declan Rice. Gave him seven out of ten. Martin Odegaard, as I said, honestly, I was knackered just watching him. I don't know how he keeps it up. The first half, it's just sprint after sprint. High-intensity play after high-intensity play. And um, it was, yeah, fabulous by Martin Odegaard. It's, again, it's one of those game, go, games you're going to look at and think, oh, he didn't score, he didn't get an assist or anything like that. But it was just a captain's performance from, from Martin Odegaard. Really, really thought he played well. So I gave him an 8 out of 10. In terms of the attackers, Bukaya Saka, really unlucky not to score in the first half. And he somehow worked, his, worked himself a shooting spot when he thought, how, how did he even manage to get a shot away there? He had about three Newcastle players around him, but he twisted and turned, worked his way and had a shot. His set-piece delivery was fantastic in that first half. Unlucky not to get the assist when Gabriel's header was saved. Scored the goal in the third half that his performance deserved brilliant goal as well it was one of those that you knew what he was going to do Newcastle knew what he was going to do still couldn't stop him because he's that good 
Uh, so eight out of 10, I gave Saka. Havertz, like I said, he set the tone early on. In those first couple of minutes, he's pressing from the front. He really sort of harried and hustled the Newcastle defenders, knocked them off their stride in those first few minutes, and that set the tone. It got the atmosphere going, scored his goal. Disappointed he didn't score when he went through one-on-one -on -one early in the second half. Um, yeah, he should have scored, no doubt about it. But I still thought he had a good game, Kai Havertz. Another goal for him now, so that's 7 out of 10 for him. And uh, Martinelli, I also gave a 7 out of 10. Brilliant run across to Saka's goal. Really tireless performance for Martinelli down the left-hand side. He was replaced after about an hour, and I'm not surprised because he'd run himself into the ground. Uh, and he should have got a second assist with that pass that he laid through for Havertz when he put the shot wide. Uh, so I gave Martinelli a 7. The subs who came on, again, Mikel Arteta, because of the scoreline, because of the game state, he was really able to um, give players a rest. Like Saka went off early. Havertz went off early. Um, Jorginho went off in the second half. There was, you know, it was just excellent. Odegaard went off early as well, which is exactly what you want to do. Manage the minutes, especially after such a demanding uh, run for Arsenal. Smith Rowe came on, had a shot cleared off the line. So unlucky. You saw how disappointed he was as well when the full-time whistle went. He put his shirt over his head. Just desperately wants to go, Smith Rowe. You can see he's been so close on a few times this season, not quite been able to find a target. You can see he really, really wants that goal. Uh, but he played well. I thought he was lively. Really good cameo. Lovely run down the left-hand side late on as well. Uh, where he ran a good 70 yards with the ball and carried it into the Newcastle half. I gave him a six. Uh, Trossard, I thought, was lively. Bright little cameo. Gave him a six. Um, then who else came on? Elneny came on right at the end. Reese Nelson and Eddie couldn't really get involved too much when they came on, uh, but they did keep things ticking over. So really enjoyable night. Once again, can't really complain about watching Arsenal at the moment in the Premier League because the goals are coming and uh, the wins are coming thick and fast. Like I said, six in a row now. I'll be back tomorrow to do this a lot more in depth. So if you want to get involved in tomorrow's show, do let me know your thoughts on tonight's performance. Who played well? What impressed you? What didn't impress you? If there was anything from that that didn't impress you, let me know in the comments below and I'll put them together and get them included in tomorrow's show. Right, that's it from me here at the Emirates where it's finished. Arsenal 4, Newcastle 1. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.